You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Real Moms of Bravo. We have a jam-packed agenda, so we are going to jump into it. Uh, We just watched Vanderpump Rules premiere, and a lot happened. A lot of it we knew about it going into um, the season, but it was fun to finally see some of it play out. Yes. And I don't know about you, Abby, but... I think you and I were talking first episode felt a little more staged than usual. Super staged. Yeah. Yeah. Just recording jitters or what, but let's just, I mean, Sheena's in the opening. I know I noticed your note about the hair flip. Oh my God. I mean, please, I'll try to get a good clip of it on my phone and put it up. Um, It's one of our stories, but it is so just over the top. Um, Yeah. and then Jack's like, okay, so obviously this episode is all about Jackson Brittany and how Jax didn't take the hockey opportunity because he picked his dream girl. Like, let's be real, Jax. There was no hockey opportunity. It's really easy to pick a girl over a job when the job doesn't exist. Yes. I would, I would guess. <laughs> yes. And then the whole, like, James and Jax, like, no longer friends because – James did a freestyle <laughs> where he's like talking about Jax's last like past discretions. Like it just is like okay, guys, it, you can kind of see right through this. Yeah, it just felt really fake. And even as they were like having the argument, James, or Jax goes, "You're not going to be invited to any summer social gatherings at our house." And he's like, "No, I know." <laughs> I was like, "What?" I'm like, okay, well, you call someone out, and I'm like, by the way, you're not coming to my chili cook-off. Man, well, why? Like, and, come on. So and they're fake. so much alike. Like, they're like, – I, I know it was brought up last season, but they are so similar to each other that it cracks me up. Like, I feel like Jax is super hypocritical. Like, yeah, that was a low blow from James, but come on, dude. You said the worst things to people. I mean, you cheated on your now fiancé. Yeah. Like, you can yeah the whole thing like the exactly they are so similar because one of Jax's like arguments to him was like two weeks ago I just got you the nicest gift and then it cuts to James like modeling to himself in the mirror and he was saying how Jax bought him like this underwear and how it was like such a nice like gesture um that's I would not define a friendship by someone buying me underwear friends out there don't buy me underwear I'm good you know what I actually was gifted a pair of underwear for my birthday from one of my friends 
Really? And they're actually really comfortable. Yes. <laughs> okay. So maybe I'm wrong. Give me underwear. But I thought it was a little bizarre. They were Lu- they're Lululemon. Oh, thank that's you, a little different. Thank you, Jackie. Jackie <laughs> but, Wood. That's awesome, though. Yeah. But they're really comfortable. Um, that's really funny. Okay. Well, also kind of funny. Jack's Jackie. Um, yeah, with the underwear buying for friends. But um, I agree. Like he thought that was like the nicest thing in the world that someone had done for him. So they're just very, very similar. Um, yes. And then Lisa, someone, she needs a new stylist. I'm kind of over these silk tops. Like well, how many silk tops can a woman have? And I love Lisa and I'm not <laughs> trying to judge her, but all of her tops do that thing where uh, they like pull in between the buttons. So like kind of sh- like you could, I'm sure if I was sitting there, I could like see through her shirt and see her bra. Um, oh yeah. So maybe just get like a better fitting silk top as well while you're at it. But yeah, I agree. The silk tops, they can go. Yes. Kyle was like, how many silk tops does she have? He's like, is that the same one as the opening? And in my mind, I'm like, mm. A practical person, yes. Lisa Vanderpump, no. <laughs> well, she also does it in Beverly, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So I agree. It's it's time. It's time to go. Uh, I also loved, though, um, speaking of things that so, that have been around for a while, Stassi and Jax, um, they were once a couple, not, not a good couple. They were awful. But I really loved all of them as friends, like with Stassi and her new boyfriend, Bo. And then Schwartzy and Jax were all just like hanging out. And I just thought it was really neat to see that like they were able to put the past behind them and seem like they genuinely, truly were friends. Yeah. And they've been, I've noticed them on Instagram recently, like they've traveled together. They seem to like hang out and really, really like each other. So anything is possible with this crew. You can go from sleeping with each other's (laughs) boyfriends, cheating, like. Yeah, I don't know. Anything is possible. They can all be friends again. Um, and speaking of people who I think is going to be playing a person who's going to be playing a minor role this season, I think Sheena is going to have to come up with something interesting to stay on or stay relevant. Although her mentioning that Rob broke up with her after fantasy his fantasy football draft was probably the most relatable thing she's ever said. Um, so I, I kind of enjoyed that. I giggled when I heard her say that. Um, that, that that's happened to me, but I'm sure it's happened to some <laughs> other people. No, I loved it, but I was kind of hoping like she would say something like, Rob can pick a fantasy football team in seven minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for those who don't watch the show last season, she kept bragging about how he could hang up a TV in seven minutes, which is just oh, like yeah. the oddest thing to like brag about your boyfriend but um I agree she's super boring uh and then the the only scene she was really in is when she was like weirdly hitting on a guy that she was serving yeah it was so bizarre (laughs) that was weird that was super weird um and then James and Lala aren't gonna be friends which makes me sad because I really do like their friendship but again with this crew you never know maybe in 20 I saw today she's getting married in 2020 oh she is so yeah did she send you a save the day no I feel like such a creep (laughs) no she didn't (laughs) but she's so who knows by 2020 maybe he'll get an invite because this group I mean anything can happen I'm sure they all will be never um I do love because she was saying how Rob now that his divorce is final that's why he's on the show he is now on everything. Like, so he refused to be on the show while they were dating and his divorce was still in the works legally. And since then he's been on flipping out. He was oh, on you're talking about Rand. Yeah. Randall. Rand. Sorry. <laughs> he was on, uh, flipping out. He was on, um, keeping up with the Kardashians yesterday, the latest yeah. episode. 
And now I, I'm assuming he'll be in Vanderpump Rules. Uh, but I'm guessing if she's going to be part of the show and they get married as part of the show, that she'll have to invite the whole cast. She so. mentioned that she will not have her wedding. Oh, on the good show. for her. Only though, one of the interviewers was like, "If you have, if she has ex- executive producer rights, then yes." Which oh. I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. Yeah, so we'll see. Get it. Or maybe Rand will get executive producer rights. Yes. Um, I do. Okay, so now weddings. Obviously, the whole point or the whole thing that we've been waiting to see, we knew it was going to kick off this way, was Jack's proposing to Brittany. Uh, Brittany even yep. put, oddly, in her Instagram post, what a way to start the new season when she announced they were engaged which I thought was so odd. Like, even that made me be like, this is so staged and scripted. Yes, same. But same. Um, I loved when Jax was like, you know, he, so he told Stassi and her boyfriend, Bo, and Schwartzy while they were all, like, out that he was going to propose in a couple of days. And then the next day he went to get the ring with Tom and Tom. And I love that Sandoval was, like, kind of throwing a little bit of shade at it, being like, well, you know, clearly – Ariana and I have been together much longer and we're not married yet, but you know, no big deal. And then made like this really weird face. And so I like was just in my head thinking like poor Tom, always the bridesmaid. Um, I know. And I really hope Ariana changes her mind and they do get married. Cause I really do love them as a couple. I do too. And I think it's kind of funny that she's the one that really doesn't want to get married. And I know she said she, it's not even, she would be the type, she said, more likely to just, like, have a piece of paper and do, like, the civil court thing and then that be at the end of it. She doesn't want to do, like, a party. So. I feel like she would do it for him. Like, you know how Jax is doing this for Brittany? Ariana <laughs> would do it for Tom. I think Jax is also doing it to stay on the show. Because if oh, he didn't. sure. I mean, I well, really think he'd be out. How does he have, I know he said he had gotten money from his dad, but $70,000 for a, a ring. Lot. I mean, Assuming even if his dad, let's say hypothetically, his dad left him like $200,000, you're spending almost half of it on the ring, like, and you don't have a job. I don't know. Yeah. That, so I was a little surprised by that, but I'm also wondering if maybe some of it is covered by the show. I don't know. That's oh, it. well, yeah. Cause Kyle Chan, it's not the first time we've seen him. Cause I think he helped Tom Schwartz with Katie's ring. You're right. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I he wonder... gets a little kickback. Yeah. Exactly. But Especially because, I, I don't know. I would think that's something that happened. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I think they try to make it seem like they can't afford this stuff. But then, like, they're all, like, carrying, like, Chanel purses. And um, I think it's kind of a joke, too, that they're all servers. I bet they work, like, one or two nights a week. But I did also like that Jax, on the way there, so it seemed like they were taking an Uber. That's yes. the impression I got. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, what a romantic way to kick it off. Which, more on the romantic air quotes um proposal but so he has the ring box in his pocket and he kept telling her that he really had to go number two because he wanted her to like throw her off so she wouldn't feel the ring box like oh my god like she's gonna be filling him up while they're in the uber right like she can't keep her hands off of him like a little over the pants hand job (laughs) (laughs) it was a little weird i thought and then the restaurant they go to anyone from the midwest i likened it to like a fast eddies like you yes you, it is fast eddies it was like open seating like a place you'd want to go on a bikers nice day. yeah <laughs> bikers bikers were there and then like you go up order an order and they like call your order and you go get your food i'm like you can't even like go to a place where they serve you it was so weird no it was really really weird like i really hope it has some meaning to their relationship but 
I mean, it was just bizarre. They were the n- nicest, the most nicely dressed people there. Brittany obviously knew it was coming because of her dress. She wore white. Her nails were done. And her hair was, was in a way she's never done it. Like, she totally got yeah. her hair done. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was odd. I would kind of like to hear the backstory on it. I kind of hope they talk about it so we can understand it. And then I feel bad for being judgy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be, like, proved wrong on this. and like, oh, man, I'm a big jerk. But right now, I'm going to go with, Jax, you spent $70,000 on a ring. And maybe $50 on the proposal, including, like, the beers you picked up while walking in. It was, yes. I don't know, underwhelming. Um, but yep. the previews look pretty good for they what the rest really of the season is going to be like. I'm excited to see what happens and if there's any – aside from James and um, James and Jax, I'm wondering if there's going to be any beef with the ladies. There's going to have to be. And, I mean – realistically Brittany's not gonna be able to have all of them as her bridesmaids so no you know I think who she picks is gonna be create a little bit of the drama as well yep so what happened on OC it was not nearly as good as part one I think part of it too was like the whole thing that we knew going into this was the Vicky calling or not calling out the, the coke allegations but calling her out for allegedly doing coke and being a bad mom and this part was just meh overall uh there was a lot about emily's marriage with shane um because there was a little bit of like some fighting over that and then just people being really confused about their marriage overall he's mormon um he doesn't show a lot of affection on camera Mm -hmm. even though she claimed that like when the camera's off he's always touching her butt which i thought was like a weird way to be like no he's affectionate he touches my butt um (laughs) So it was just sort of bizarre. It was also that they have nine embryos frozen and he's done having kids and she just like can't like deal with the fact that they might be done. Um, so there was like a lot on that, but then, and just really a lot on Emily, I guess in general, because another piece of it too, that came up, I didn't realize this, but she got a lot of like body shaming comments of people calling her fat which is so shitty, people. God. One, I think, I think it's awful. Beautiful. Like, you don't know anyone's struggle, but she did talk about, like, she never was able to carry any of her children herself. She had, uh, I believe, like, six miscarriages. And her wow. sister was her surrogate for the children that she has that are, like, her kids biologically. She just didn't actually carry them and deliver them. And so I'm sure all of that, one, like, takes a toll on you because it's, like, depressing and hard to go through. But that's a lot of hormone treatments to go through as well. So who knows, like, what all that did to her. But yeah. even if that didn't, I, she it, like, she's a normal human being. And she seemed like, to me, when I saw her, I'm like, oh, I was like, this is so refreshing. They casted somebody with a normal body. Like, she, to me, if she were walking in my grocery store, I would not think twice about what she looks like. Same. Um, so I thought it was really sad. And, like, she obviously was tearing up about it because no one likes hearing that, like, half the world thinks you're fat but her response back to it was really sweet and I thought it was neat she said that she's trying to use the platform for young girls who might be watching to know that you know you can be proud of who you are and even though it hurts you know she is who she is and and she's proud of that so I thought that was really sweet and I was neat to see her take that stance um but overall this was just not nearly as good as part one I did love though. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I was going to ask you because I did watch what's the deal with Shannon maybe having 
that she had a boyfriend but didn't have a boyfriend. It was that part was so weird because they were setting her up with a matchmaker. And Shannon's behavior is just bizarre. It, it, I've noticed it over the seasons, but now I'm like, oh, this is really how she is. So anytime someone says anything to her that like might be somewhat calling her out, she does this passive aggressive voice where she's like, wow, okay, yes, ma'am. Like it's very <laughs> odd. Um, and with that, she's like, I didn't have a boyfriend. He didn't even like me. Would I like for him to like me? Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of sounded like she was dating somebody. Um, Weird. She's also a horrible liar. Like at the beginning, Andy asked her, you know, is it true that your husband might be uh, expecting a child? And she's like, well, that's a rumor, but I don't know anything about it. And they immediately shoot over to Kelly, who's nodding her head. Yes. So clearly it's true. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen the pictures or whatever. And I thought that they might be online engaged, allegedly. Um, yeah, I think you're right. So. Oh my gosh. And the other thing too that I loved though, and this had nothing to do with the women, but Andy does these like side smirks. Like he would like look at Kelly and like smile and she would too, like to basically confirm that some of the stuff was real or like whose side they were on. And then he would do these like subtle, I don't want to say digs, but it was just kind of like the way you'd kind of like roast a friend. Like you don't mean it in a bad way, but he said something to Kelly like, oh, you need to make sure all the guys you date have PhDs. Um, oh, yeah, I saw that. That was funny. It's a pretty huge deck. And that might have been like the funniest part overall of the entire part one, uh, part two. Wow. So kind of meh. Meh. So I feel like we can move on and let's let's dive into ATL. ATL, a lot happened here. Oh man. So Portia and Dennis. So Portia, Dennis is her fiance. They did get matching tattoos. Ooh, what'd which they is get? Super, which is super weird. Did they get Rolexes? No, it's, there, it's behind their ear, oh. and they did a cross, a heart, and a dollar sign. So um, to represent uh, God, family, and prosperity, I think is what she said. Mm. It was, it's just weird. Isn't there a better sign than like, a, a dollar sign? sign? Yeah. No, I know. I agree. It was weird. Um, the girls are all suspicious of Dennis. So this is like a continuation of the other episode. So Candy being from ATL, she's heard all these rumors about Dennis and his previous relationships and, um, how he's kind of gifted all his exes, Rolexes that just rhymed. I didn't mean that. <laughs> I love it. Watch all out for Kennedy. Here comes I know. There you go. <laughs> um, so that he's gifted Rolexes and that he's gotten tattoos so then um, Candy, Marlo, Nini, and Cynthia went to lunch, and they're talking about the rumors and the drama and whether or not Candy should tell everyone, anyone. And so basically the consensus is like, no, don't say anything. But somehow Portia found out, and Portia um, found out from Nini even though Nini said that she didn't tell her. So is that why to- they had that big fight going on via Instagram comments yes that was amazing no it was intense like Nini she sees red like I don't know what goes (laughs) in she like I would feel bad for her publicist or anyone that manages that woman because I feel like she just does what she wants whether you should or not so that's what that beef is about or how it's starting I mean I'm sure we'll see more so they're no longer friends um so that's kind of that was the main part of the episode but a couple other little nuggets that were good Eva is wedding dress shopping 
she's going all out because her mom eloped because she wanted the wedding that her mom never had. Um, the dresses were beautiful. She tried on a $60,000 dress, which is insane, but I don't, it's not the one she picked. Um, the dress she picked was really pretty. I did love it. Yeah. Super pretty. So Shamari, the new housewife, um, they were there. They spent $10,000 on their twin boys first birthday. 150 people were there, which is stupid. I don't know why you would ever spend that much money. I think spend 10, it on yourself yeah. on a vacation. I like, think that's what I'll end up spending for one kid's all their birthdays. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's just I don't I don't understand that people. Um, I'm all for like celebrating the moment, like yeah, yes, you did it and all that stuff. But like, your kids aren't going to remember it. It's just spend the money on a vacation. But anyways. Um, and then Portia is opening up a wine bar called Bailey's Wine Cellar, and she knows nothing about wine. <laughs> What's with the name? <laughs> I don't. Well, Cynthia Bailey. Her last name's. Bailey. Oh, okay. I <laughs> there, I get that, but that's interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, she's being very transparent about her business ventures. I feel like most of these women at least pretend they know what they're talking about. Well, maybe she just figures it's on the show. She's going to yeah. get lots of. Lots of business. Um, yes. Interesting. So New- yes. And New Jersey. New Jersey. Well, so they were still in Oklahoma, um, which I've like, loved this trip. Uh, I thought it was at first ridiculous that they picked that city, but I absolutely loved it. Um, and I know you made a comment about this too, but the person whose house they stayed at is maybe the nicest person in the entire world. And I want to name one of my children, Polly now, like she is so sweet. Polly is sweet. Like what? I mean, it kind of goes with the name in Oklahoma. Yeah. I know. Sweet Polly. Okay. I don't know. Is that your next rap single? I'm I'm waiting for this one to drop. Giving the Rolexes to her exes. Yeah. I don't know. Good, good crossover there. Um, Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So you made a comment about this too. And I, had to pause and rewind and be like, wait, is this like a joke that I'm not getting? So they played two truths and a lie, which pretty easy to figure out. You say three statements, two of them are true. One's a lie. And Marge, our girl says she fooled around with her gym teacher. Her husband locked her in a closet. And I can't remember what her third one was. Uh, That was the lie. Oh, she did Coke. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. And like, they were like, oh, which one's true? And she's like, I've never done Coke. And I was like, wait. <laughs> or was it she – well, I can't remember now. It was a while ago. But basically, her husband did lock her in a closet. Which is bizarre. I was like, that is really, really weird. Um, and I love that all the women – I think Dolores was like, I didn't think he had that in him. Like, that's the first thing that came to her mind. <laughs> well, that's like, like my- Marge is so strong. I feel like yeah. she'd be like, no, I'm going to break down yeah. this closet. And then Jennifer – hers was hers was weird too the things that she one was like about a dominatrix thing and that she shit her pants and like butt implants yeah and butt implants and the two truths were the dominatrix night and the she shit her pants i know and <laughs> like i mean it seems like she doesn't know this group very well so if i'm like on my first trip with like a new circle of friends I'm probably going to play it a little cool and not be like, okay, I'm going to tell you guys about the time that I shit my pants. Um, Let's be best friends. Like, it was so weird. It was weird. I feel like she's socially awkward. Like, she hides behind all her digs. 
and stuff because she doesn't know how to socialize with people. Yeah. It's weird. I she tries too, really, really hard. If some of it was like growing up, she had like a very strict upbringing and she only hung around with people like similar to her. It seemed like, cause she talked about like how her parents wanted her to be in an arranged marriage and like, like her whole life was planned out. And so I'm wondering if like her social circle was set and it was never really like taught how you make friends, but yeah. It, she is just odd, and I, I'm trying to keep an open mind. Uh, I just don't think I'm going to like her. She, first of all, made digs constantly. It sounded like being in Oklahoma was, like, the worst place in the world. Um, she's like, why would anybody do this in Oklahoma? And she was talking to a cos- – oh, no, not a cosmetic surgeon, a plastic surgeon. Plastic surgeon, yeah. And she was, like, surprised that people yeah, get plastic people in Oklahoma, surgery in Oklahoma get plastic surgery. I'm like, okay, well – it's like, how small minded do you sound? Like, my goodness. And like, she, ugh, she just, I can't with that woman. The house, c- continuing to brag about her house, the bathrooms, like, it's, it's a lot. And it, we're only what? What episode is this? Like, three? Three. <laughs> three. No. Yeah. I'm like, I can't with this woman. It's, yeah, it, she's too much. Um, I did love Jackie for calling her out. Like, all of her comments about her were, unbelievable um and we have given jackie so much love um but my favorite comment was when she said i don't know what smells worse this cow manure or jackie's b or jennifer's bs Um, i love that she is she's so great um i also want to give a little love to joe of course we do this almost every time um the way he waits hand and foot on March senior was so sweet. And I want to know why I couldn't have hired Joe during my maternity leave. I know he's the best. Like we love you, Joe. If you're listening, we love you. I know he really is amazing. Um, okay. So below deck, um, is a show that I feel like is, doesn't get enough love, but it's one of those shows I love to watch, but, um, you don't have to watch it week by week. Like I just binge watch it in anticipation of this last week's episode uh so basically two crew members got kicked off yes and we've been waiting for this yeah we've been waiting for this it's been building up all season long chandler for sucking he's the bosun who's terrible um and really really likes his bowl of ice cream i know (laughs) which is interesting because another person who leaves the boat also loves ice cream what's with the ice cream i don't know but caroline quit and she's really done nothing. It's happened all at the same day. And throughout the season, Caroline's complained about her foot. Like, she complained about a lot of things. Like, she had to go to the doctor a lot. But she really, was just she so, just didn't yeah. want to work. She was, she was weird. Yeah. Um, and then Ashton finally catches some bait. So Ashton is hilarious in the sense that he was did some magic mic type dancing. So I feel oh like every time they have their nights out, he's dancing and trying to hook up with women. And then he finally got one. And it was kind of a semi-graphic and they scene. hooked up in a van yeah like a big passenger van like if you've ever been to like mexico or like even like a, like the dominican or i'm just thinking places where i've yeah been. um <laughs> but they like if you're like oh we have 12 people going to dinner they throw you in like these vans that can hold 12 people and that's the type of van he hooked up in yeah it was and this hilarious. poor girl and like they literally it was like it, it sounds so like old fashioned, but it was like a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And then they parted I, ways. Yeah, it was bizarre. But the hookups are going to get more interesting because Riley, the other redhead, and then Crazy. Uh, I am like blanking on the other guy's name. Ross. 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 But they potentially hook up. So maybe I feel like 
things get Which, even more interesting. I don't understand that. So Riley, I think, has a issue with anyone in authority. Like she just I can't know, handle maybe, someone. Maybe it's a turn on too. Maybe or maybe like know. it flips and like she starts to boss him around and he likes. Oh, it. <laughs> I don't know. Things are getting weird. On <laughs> so <the> many <laughs> levels. Yeah, but um, no. I mean, this was a great week. I loved all of it. It was a lot to take in, but it was a lot to enjoy. I 100% agree. It was a very, very good week of Bravo. But before we move into our shout out, uh, one thing I just wanted to let everyone know. Um, so you can follow along on our Instagram stories. Um, but I am starting the week of me, I'm calling it, um, which basically means my maternity leave is sadly coming to an end. And I had my son start daycare today, but I don't start work until next week. So I am doing whatever the hell I want to from nine yes. to five. Yes. Yes. Mama. I, I cannot love wait. It. Um, I'm starting I love it. a day behind because I had a touch of food poisoning. So today I basically slept and rested, but tomorrow I'm getting a massage. Um, I'm actually finally going to get my eyelashes permed uh, and yes. So follow along on our Instagram stories and I'll save it as a highlight. Uh, if you ever want to do a week of me yourself, I highly recommend no, it. No, I encourage it to any mom listening or who is on maternity leave or if you're going to be on it, take some time for yourself. I did it before I went back to work and it was amazing. I went to the gym. I got a massage. Like I just did you shopping. It. Like it's just good to focus on yourself for a moment. Yes. You know, you kept someone alive for nine months and then you keep them alive for 12 weeks. Give yourself a little bit of a break. Yes, for sure. So for this week's shout out, I'm going to stick with one of the below deck people and Captain Lee. Woo! Woo! Captain Lee. Not only is he a sexy silver fox, I'm going to say it. He is. I love <laughs> but him. But he keeps it real. And I love how sassy is not the right word, but how um, his one liners are mm-hmm. hilarious. I feel like he can kick your ass, but also give you a hug at the same time. Like he's scary but approachable and for all the crap that he's dealt with for the below deck crew i give him lots and lots of props for handling it with is all that stress yeah for real yeah real it's hilarious but that brings us to the end of our show so please everyone thank you for listening we love your support Please, please subscribe so you never miss an episode or any Bravo scoop and leave us a review. We love you. Thanks. Hi, I'm Allie Raisman. I've been living with migraine for a while. As an athlete and gymnast, I was taught to just power through the pain. Now I use Ubrelvi or Ubrojapan to treat my migraine attacks. As soon as I feel a migraine attack, I take Ubrelvi, which provides me with quick relief. Once I get relief, I go on with my day. I'm partnering with Ubrelvi to share my migraine story. Ubrelvi quickly stops migraine in its tracks within two hours without worrying where you are. Most people had quick pain relief within two hours. Ubrelvi treats migraine attacks in adults and is not for prevention. It's available by prescription only. Do not take Ubrelvi with strong CYP3A4 inhibitors. Tell your healthcare provider about all the medicines you take. Most common side effects are nausea and tiredness. My hope is that by sharing my migraine story and the relief I get from Ubrelvi, it can help someone else. Ask your doctor about Ubrel-V, the anytime, anywhere migraine medicine. Learn more at ubrelv.com or call 844-4-U-B-R-E-L-V-Y. Sponsored by AbbVie.